by Gloria Copeland. Victory that overcomes the world. People everywhere like to win. It doesn't matter who you are, where we're from, or what background is. We all like to be on the victorious side of whatever is going on. God made us that way. If we're in sports or sports fans, we get so excited when our favorite team wins a big game. You think that the winning was really going to do us some good. Huh. You think it was going to put money in our bank accounts, heal our bodies, or fix major problems in our lives. But the truth is we have our own Super Bowl to play, and we got to play to win, and we got to play we got to focus on our plague. Usually when we see a game and we holler and hooler and make all kinds of noise and make all kinds of expenses, but the next day when we wake up, everything will be pretty much the same. The thrill of the wind will be gone and we will have forgotten it all about it because that kind of victory doesn't have any lasting impact. It doesn't really change our lives. There is, however, a kind of victory that does. It's the victory of God that belongs to us as believers. 1 John 5, 4 calls it the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And it will do for us everything we need. It's real. Its impact is lasting. And we all ought to be extremely excited about it. Our team winnings, the Super Bowl, doesn't amount to a hill of beans compared to a world overcoming faith that can do for us. It actually will heal our bodies, put money in our bank accounts, fix major and minor problems in our lives. It won't just make us happy temporarily. It will give us reason to rejoice all the time. When we're living by faith, we don't have to wait around for a bunch of super talented athletes to get out on the field and win victories for us. We can win them ourselves because unlike Super Bowl type victories, the victory that overcomes the world is available to everyone. All you have to do is to qualify for it is to believe in Jesus and make him the Lord of your life. Why does believing in him qualify you to be a victor? Because as 1 John 5, 1 says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Being born of God just isn't a nice religious concept. It's a reality. When you receive Jesus as your Lord, spiritually you really were born all over again. God fathered you and you become a new creation. You were born of His Spirit and you receive on the inside of you His very own life. You become a new creature. How could you be born of God and be defeated? Nothing can overcome him, and he's 
your heavenly Father. Not only has he promised to take care of you, to be your provider, protector, and deliverer, but by recreating you in his own image. He's made you more than a conqueror through the Lord Jesus Christ. Talk about getting off to a victorious start. You don't have any business dragging around all depressed and down. You're a supernatural born winner. You ought to think about who you are. Throw your shoulders back and your head and walk like a victor. Even the children of earthly kings walk around like they're somebody. And no king in the world compares to your father. You are a child of the Most High God. And whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. Verse 4. The world refers to everything out there in this sin-dark world system. It refers to all the effects of the curse that come into the earth through Adam's fall. To all the hate, evil, and trouble out there. That's being altered by the devil. Verse 19 says the whole world lied in wickedness. But as believers, we overcome it. For we know that we are of God, and he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Well, somebody might say, I don't really think we can take that verse literally. No one could walk through this world without being touched by the devil. What about God? Don't you think he could do it? Don't you think he could walk through the most dangerous part of town, come into contact with the most contagious diseases, or even stand in the midst of a battlefield during a military conflict and come out untouched? Certainly he could. So as one who is born of him, if you're walking by world overcoming faith in his word, you can too. You say, when light comes, darkness flees. Oh, that's too far out, you may say. No, it's not. It's just simple Bible victory. It's the kind of untouchable protection we find described in Psalm 91. There, God promised that if you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and you say that the Lord is your refuge and fortress, your God in whom you trust, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisy pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at the right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Verses 3 to 7. How is that kind of protection possible? Think of it in terms of light and darkness. When Jesus was on earth, he said, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And the darkness of the world couldn't touch him. He overcame it in every situation because light always overcomes darkness. We know that. 
Turn on the light in a dark room. You won't stub your toe. When he went back to heaven, he said to us, You are the light of the world now, Matthew 5.14. So as long as we're walking by faith in him, the darkness can't touch us either. Because we're born of God, who is light and in him is no darkness at all, 1 John 1.5. Even though we're still in this dark world, it's not dark. Where we are because God is in us, on us, around us, and for us. All we have to do is walk in the light as he is in the light, verse 7. And wherever we go, darkness has to flee. This is why we can't be have victory. It's why we can rebuke sickness and disease of our children and lack of our lives. It's why we can rise above temptation, say no to fool and foul habits that try to take over our flesh, walk through dangerous, walk through storms and threatening situations and come through them whole, undamaged, and intact. We can all do these things because believing God enables us to walk through the darkness and still be in the light. We can overcome anything by the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Victory is sweet. It is available to every believer because we all have faith. God himself gave it to us the moment we were born again. See Romans 12.3. What we do with it, though, it is up to us. We don't have to walk in the faith that God has given us. We don't have to develop it and put it to work for us by believing the word and speaking it. God won't make us do these things. It is our choice. Do we want to walk in victory by faith or do we want to walk by unbelief? Astonishingly, a lot of sweet Christians choose unbelief. They receive just enough light from God's word to get saved and that as far as they choose to go. Rather than believing what God's word says about healing, they'll actually fight to hold on to their sicknesses. They'll believe the religious lie that it is a blessing in disguise and then go to the doctor to get rid of the blessing rather than believing what God says about financial blessings. They'll get mad at prosperity preachers and then work 40 to 80 hours a week trying to get rich. There's something wrong with that kind of thinking. How can sickness be a, a blessing from God and it be okay to go to the doctor to get rid of it? How can it be okay for Christians to make themselves rich, but not okay for God to do it? That doesn't make sense. What does make sense? What does make sense is to believe what God says, to agree with Him, and live as the healed, prosperous, victorious overcomer He created us to be. What makes sense is for us to develop our faith. As Romans 10, 17 says, by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Charles Capps used to say it this way, faith cometh. Faith cometh 
by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. And that's really the truth. It takes a lot of word to get rid of that religious errors and devilish lies we had crammed into our heads over the years. Uprooting unbelief with the Word of God is a continual process. It takes a lifetime, really, to learn how to live by faith. But the more we learn, the more our level of victory increases. The more our faith develops and grows, the more we overcome. So it is worth the effort to stay with the program. If you like having authority over the devil, if you like not having to be afraid of the world and all the devil that's out there in it, all the evil, you'll be living by faith because faith overcomes the world. Yeah, but I tried living by faith for a while. It wasn't very easy, you say. I never said it was easy, but being defeated isn't easy either. It's hard going through life sick, broke, depressed, and hopeless. I've been there, done that, and I didn't like it. I'd rather make an effort toward faith every day of my life than be defeated for 24 hours. I'd rather spend time in the Word of God and do the work necessary to keep it in my heart and my mouth than to be lazy, stay in unbelief, and go down the drain with the world. What's more, I don't really even consider spending time in the Word and doing what it says to be work. Although there is a kind of labor involved, it doesn't make life more difficult. It makes life easier. The labor we do to develop our faith is actually result in rest, Hebrews 4.11. Before Ken and I learned about living by faith, we labored under not being able to pay our bills. And I can tell you, there was no rest in that. There was no peace in it, no victory, no joy. Now, we labor in the Word of God, and not only is it a pleasant labor, our bills are paid. We're blessed in every way and able to be a blessing to others. <coughs> God's Word changed the course of our destiny. It brought us out of defeat and into victory. In the natural, you wouldn't think words could do that. But God's word can be can because it's supernatural. It carries within it the power to bring itself to pass. God's word will work for anyone. It will bring you rest and victory, just like it did Ken and me, and you'll attend to it, receive it, and obey it. How do you receive the word? You take it into your heart and believe it. You put it in your mouth and apply it to your life. When you hear healing or prosperity preach, you say, Yes, amen, I believe it. I'm going to say it and act on it. When you read the Bible, that faith worketh by love, Galatians 5, 6, you say, Yes, Lord, yes, I see now that the answer to my problem is not being loving towards that person. I not being burned loving. Then you repent, receive forgiveness, Pray for that person for 23 days, Psalm 23, and bless them, and walk in the light of the world. That's believing 
that's sowing seeds, that's receiving. Here's not how not to receive. You hear the word preached and you say, well, that's not what my church teaches, so that can be right. It can be that God will heal us and prosper us because he hasn't done it for brother so-and-so. He's a precious, precious Christian and he's sick and can't pay his rent. You read in the Bible about walking in love and you say, I can't walk in love towards that person. They have ruined my life and I can't forgive them. Even though the Bible says when you're, when you stand praying, forgive. Is that hard to understand? When you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, I just can't do it. That's not receiving the word of God. That's not walking in faith. It's holding onto unbelief and disobedience and it will keep you in defeat. You weren't born again to live in defeat. You're a born winner. You have within you the faith of God, that faith that created this universe. You don't have to bow to the darkness of this world. You're a child of the light, and light overcomes darkness. You can believe and speak God's word and create whatever needs to be created for your life to line up with his wonderful will. You can change in your life whatever needs to be changed. You can put the devil on the run and come through every battle as more than a conqueror by the victory that overcomes the world, even your faith. How? Receive and believe God's word and act on it. Take it at face value, even if it doesn't seem to be working. Take it at face value and act like it works. You'll be rewarded. That's the way we did it. God bless you.